Welcome to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur show with me, Brenda Hector. I'm a business growth specialist helping business owners to develop themselves and grow their businesses so they can achieve their goals and enjoy the lifestyle they dream of. I'm also on a mission to revolutionise the entrepreneurial landscape for women in business. In every podcast episode, I interview someone who has an inspiring story or some great advice for women aiming to start or scale their businesses. If you're new to the show, take a moment to subscribe and please check out the previous ones after listening to this. We've got an awesome community on Facebook. Just search for Scale Her Up and join in. I'm delighted to have Julie Wagstaff of Action Coach UK with me on the Scale Her Up podcast today. Welcome, Julie. So today I'd like to welcome Julie Wagstaff to the Scale Her Up podcast. Julie's co-founder of Action Coach UK and welcome, Julie. Hi, Brenda. Pleasure to be here. Really pleased to have you on. Do, do you want to just give us a bit of an introduction? Tell us a bit of, of your story, how you yeah, got into of course. business. So currently Managing Director for Action Coach UK. Um, joined Action Coach back in July 2005. So been involved now for just over 15 years. Prior to joining Action Coach, I'd only ever been in employment, actually working in the food industry. Um, and after two redundancies, I put my CV on Monster, got contacted by Action Coach and I just thought, yeah, ticks all my boxes. I love helping people. I love learning. And what better way to do it? So that started me on my journey of joining Action Coach, which I started out as a franchise partner, as a business coach. So I went to training in the July and then over time built up from being a franchise partner to actually investing in the area development rights for London and then after London, buying out jointly with my business partner, the rest of the UK. And now we run the UK as one business. I'm not sure how much detail you want on this, Brenda, to, you know, so you, you tell me what you're looking for. Yeah, no, no, that that's good. So interesting that you came to this after redundancy. I think a lot of us come to, to run in our own businesses after something's given us the push. Was it something that you'd always wanted to do or just... Filled, filled the gap when you were made redundant? I'd never actually even come across coaching as such or even realised that there was a business in coaching. I'd always loved teaching and helping people. And that's why when I got the initial call sort of introducing the opportunity to me, and I thought, hmm, that sounds interesting. I was disillusioned with the food industry after the two redundancies. So even though I was being headhunted to do similar roles within other organisations, I actually kept turning work down. And I lived on my own and I had obviously the mortgage to pay in the property that I lived in. And I also had an investment property that had then become empty. So I was covering two mortgages and I remember my mum and dad saying to me, uh, you know, this is crazy. You're turning down paid work. And I was like, I, I, I just know I absolutely do not want to stay within that industry and continue on the same path that I was on. So I wanted a new challenge. I wanted a change. And this just, I say, really sparked my interest. And once I got even, you know, the smallest sight of what I'd be doing, that was it. I was just felt on passion, on purpose, and it's what I wanted to do for the rest of my working career. So, yeah, I see I see it as a hobby. I love what I do. But as I say, I'd, I'd never considered it for a second before joining. Yeah, you found your... My vocation, your calling, as you would yes. say. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And 
what about having your own business? Was that something that had appealed to you? Yeah, I've always been independent. So always been somebody that wanted more than the norm. So the idea of having my own business, brilliant. And actually thinking now, I just don't know how anybody actually ever employed me because I have always been so independent in that sense. Always done a very good job, always been a hard worker, but always wanted to do something for myself. So the the thought of actually getting into something that was mine, but doing something that I love, just, yeah, brilliant. Really good. And then, I mean, you've built it up. That's been by acquisition of the, the regions to become action coach across the whole of the UK? Yeah, so through acquisition, but also growth of the territories as well. So, um, I mean, to be honest, when when I bought out London with Ian back in January 2000, well, December 2006, we signed the agreement. January 2007, we started running London. London existed, but with about 15 coaches operating there. And I think across all of the UK at the time, there was about 70 coaches. So you roll forward to now, we've got 250 coaches operating in the UK. So we've grown and developed the territories, but also, you know, grown the number of areas that we own and operate. So over the last 10 10 years or so, where we've acquired the other territory, we've actually invested over £5 million in buying the rights to the UK to be able to run it as one business. So it's through significant investment of acquisition to enable us to have the economies of scale and leverage that we do across the organization yeah yeah so what what do you attribute your success to being able to build it like you have so what my journey as a coach actually is an interesting one because when I first started out I was only 28 years old so I was relatively young getting into my own business but also embarking on on a career and in my own mind actually I had lots of limiting beliefs so set, telling myself things like yeah oh, you're only 28 you're female who's going to possibly want to listen to you so those barriers effectively were holding me back and for the first 6 months I was massively in denial about what I needed to do and I think I still was in an employee mentality rather than a business owner mentality so yeah didn't have a boss (laughs) all of a sudden I was accountable to myself (laughs) and I didn't have that boss that was going to sack me at the end of the day if I didn't do a good job Um, so yeah the first six months really interesting where actually I got to the point where I was three weeks from broke and I needed to make a decision that I was going to make this business work or move on and do something else. And it certainly wasn't for the lack of support or the, you know, the framework that the franchise was offering me because there's many people that had gone before me and many that have gone after me that were making a huge success of it. So I knew that I was the problem. I had to get out of my own way. And I came across the book called Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And I actually got the the, the book was originally written in 1937, but updated for the 20th century. Um, and that's the book that I actually picked up and read. And I'd, I'd learned through some stuff that I'd done on the Paul McKenna books that it takes 30 days to create a habit. So I just made a commitment to myself that I was going to read a chapter of Think and Grow Rich every day for 30 days until I'd embraced what it was teaching within the book, um, particularly the chapters on persistence and auto-suggestion. So by going through that and creating the habit of implementing the things that it spoke about in the book, 
the results then started to come. So in the next few months of my journey as a coach, that next month I signed a client, month after that two, month after that four clients, a month coaching them, and then I signed nine clients in a month. So my business then went from zero to 18,000 a month over a five-month period. And I honestly pin the success of, of how my journey changed to the principles that that book taught. And every personal self-development book since, I believe, stems from the principles in that book. Wow, that that's brilliant. Yeah, that you can attribute your success to the the habit of reading and that one book that's making the difference to you. That's that's awesome. I think as as we're both working in the in the business coaching field, we meet lots of business owners, men and women, who are at that point where they they can't get over themselves to, mm-hmm. to use a better phrase. Yep. Would you agree? Yeah, they get getting out their own way and that was yeah. my challenge. I needed to step aside and just think, you know, what is really holding me back here? Um, And one of the things I ask myself regularly and certainly when I was being challenged is catching yourself doing certain activities and saying to yourself, is this moving me closer to my goal? So every single time you catch yourself doing something, if it's not moving yourself closer to your goals and whatever your goals may be personally for you and your business and your life, then stop doing it and move on to something that is going to move you closer. Because I found in those early days when I was really struggling, I wasted lots of time doing things that weren't meaningful. But when I actually got truly focused on my purpose and what my goal was, then the results started to follow. Awesome. Great learnings from your experience, Julie. Thank you. So who were your biggest supporters? My family have always been very supportive of me, albeit they don't understand what it is I do. <laughs> Even now they don't really understand it. But when they you know, when they see an article of the things that I've achieved and the recognition that I'm getting, they are so very proud. But I wouldn't have been able to start my journey without my dad's investment in me because he did lend me money to get involved in the franchise um albeit he said to me at the time don't tell your mum (laughs) so she'll now know this (laughs) that was always our secret um but yeah so they they have heavily supported me on my journey to make it possible and when things got really tough you know I had close friends around me that have really helped Obviously, my life has changed drastically through joining Action Coach because obviously I met my life partner in Ian. We've had two beautiful girls who are now nine, age nine and 11. And yeah, running all of the UK, which is it's the dream really to, to have been on that journey. But I would say the support that I got from my family and friends in those early years was critical. And actually, my, my journey as a franchisor is a similar path to that of a coach in that the first six months I I I didn't do very well because again I was trying to do too many things and not doing any one of them properly and that was when I had to say to myself hang on step back what are your goals where do you want to be what do you want to achieve and by as a getting absolute clarity on that then we've flourished and we've taken my journey and the things that I found challenging we've been able to implement into the business but learning is key and that's what I love when you know we do work with business owners it's the the light bulb moment when 
you know, they, they pick something up and they, like, when we give them a particular book and they go, wow, that was written for me and they can just relate to the story that's in there. And obviously we're then able to help them and coach them through that journey. And it's exactly the same journey for us. So it's all about that congruency. What we do with business owners, we've just applied the same principles in our business. Absolutely. So you mentioned their recognition you've had and uh, I recently saw that you were listed in the top 100 women in franchising in the UK yeah most influential women in franchising that's correct yep and uh, also I know that you've been given recognition with an action coach the the global community as well yourself and Ian recently for the last 12 years we've been awarded the master licensees of the year with an action coach So that's for, you know, how successful our coaches are and the number of coaches that we have operating, which is great. But that is obviously internal recognition. So we still like it, but obviously uh, much better when we get the recognition of the five star franchisee satisfaction, which is independent and anonymous. It's based on independent feedback from all of our franchise partners, but more importantly, helps us to keep improving because the anonymous feedback we get telling us what we're doing well, but also what we can get better at is is the things that we put in place to change over the coming months um so that's been critical but also the um net promoter score that the coaches get in terms of what they've achieved that is testament and what we do on a daily basis and i you know what makes me tick is there's a lot of businesses out there right now that wouldn't still be in business today had they not had a coach, especially through the last few months of the you know COVID crisis. So, yeah, it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. So you're aware that this, this podcast is about helping female entrepreneurs because, you know, only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female and male which is a statistic we need to change Brenda absolutely yes so you've you've brought me to my questions Julie (laughs) what can we do to make a difference there it is it is a really big question I mean I know typically women aren't necessarily the ones you know they have families and not necessarily the ones to take that leap into business ownership but the independence that that ownership can give you is immense And I I just like to say, you know, back yourselves to do it because there's a whole world of opportunity out there. And, you know, I've seen all the women that, that have joined this particular network absolutely thrive and build really successful businesses and manage to have family time at the same time just because we are supposed to be, you know, I say I've got two young children myself, just because I've got a family doesn't mean to say I can't have a career as well. So I think it is just a case of, yeah, back yourself to do it and um, take action. Um, Because I would love to see that statistic, even in Action Coach, I think our numbers are actually lower than that in terms of percentage of female to to male coaches. Um, But I, I know that females do make fabulous coaches. And so yeah, we would definitely like to see more. Yeah, you mentioned the the family, we'll we'll say challenge, because I think a lot of women maybe use that as a, whether it's an excuse or a reason for, you know, maybe not pushing their business to the extent that they could because they've got childcare issues or whatever. And uh, I'll maybe just comment the first time I came to the Action Coach UK office and had a meeting during the day with the offices in your your garden, effectively. And uh, when the 
late afternoon when the girls came home from school they were in there in the meeting with us and being able <laughs> to, to have that, <laughs> being able to have that that work-life balance must have really helped you yeah certainly we moved here five years ago and I do think that is a massive difference because when my kids were younger and we lived uh, we lived in Suffolk they did you do a well nursery was always long days anyway but in they used to do the after school clubs being able to be with my children the minute they leave for school and then be here the minute they get home has been a you know has made a massive difference having Ian home for dinner with the kids at night as well again massive difference so being able to set your business up in the home environment which is even more doable now with COVID because everything has gone virtual and and is so accessible is lovely and don't underestimate actually the impact that that has on your children as well so the time that you spend to them but also the things that they pick up naturally by being around you in that working environment so through lockdown when when the office became a school as well as obviously running the business it was just so funny listening to the kids role-playing pretending to be me on the phone taking calls transferring calls typing stuff up running a cafe so I can see the entrepreneurialism within them even now at the young age that they're at so absolutely they will go on to have their own business because what they've learned through this journey yes yes and possibly you know one of the reasons for the the statistic I was quoting you there that not many of us are not many women are are entrepreneurs is because we don't see it so yeah to make a difference in the long term it's for girls to see women in running their own business successfully isn't it yeah good point I hadn't actually considered that but it is valid it's that obviously there is lesser women around for for the younger generation to witness and the more and more that happens the more the norm it becomes but yeah they've always known me to be the career woman and that's very much what they aspire to be it's the role model that you're you're setting out for them yeah, yeah. so um i've also thinking about in business and you know growing and building your business to the size that, it's, that it is what what do you consider to be have been a pivotal moment for you Hmm. that's a big question Brenda (laughs) I think for our particular business it was giving the confidence in the people joining us that you know we are who we say we are and we we back that up because we offer a guarantee on our franchise for anyone that joins in terms of the success that they're going to get and I do think that that made a big difference to the number of inquiries we started to attract but that in combination with the uh, five-star franchisee satisfaction which as I say we've won that now for the last eight years consecutively so I think those two things combined actually started to make a big shift in terms of our success and where we were going we changed the model two years ago and I do believe that we will be fully awarded by the end of next year, which then enables us to focus more on a support role within our network and add more value to the coaches that we've got. So you think from 15 years ago, I was three weeks from broke to actually now multi-million pound business, very successful and actually going to be fully awarded by the end of next year. But I do really... 
pinpoint it down to those changes. So being able to guarantee the product that we offer to give confidence from the people that buy. And that's the type of thing that we do with our clients and, and absolutely anyone that's getting in business, really think about what is your USP? What's your unique selling point? What is it that you can offer people that's going to make that difference and make people want to buy from you? Focusing on your customers, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Um, as one of your customers, I think you're doing a, you're doing a fantastic job. It's a great organisation to, to be involved in. And through the the challenges that we've had through 2020, I was saying to another coach earlier today, I don't know where I would be without if I hadn't had action coach behind me, you know, to support support us through a really challenging time. It's amazing. It's, yeah, it's, it's great. So what are we going to do to bring about this revolution and and empower female entrepreneurs to build their businesses to over a million? What do you think would be a good idea? <laughs> Flip it back on oh, your Brenda. Oh, the coach. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there are lots of articles and research being done on the on the challenges that are that are facing women and whether that's in the domestic setting or additional domestic challenges that women tend to face that that men don't so much so the additional workload that they've got there the um availability of funding seems to have been quite uh, imbalanced as well up until now but i suppose what i see is that the tools that action coach and i have got should be able to make a big difference to to female entrepreneurs, to their success? 100% any entrepreneur, but yes, I mean, we're here to support and anybody starting a business today, as I've already said, there's lots of people that wouldn't have got through this current period without their coach, but we do have something from everybody. So anything from a startup business, joining one of our book clubs to get the education, you think I pin the majority of my success down to what I learned in that one book. Yes. So it all starts with that. And that's why our very base level program, starting at a book club and getting the education you need to be able to build a successful business and then stepping it up for the more support that you need. But get the education to, because, you know, a hairdresser, you know, good at cutting hair, sets up a hairdressing salon, uh, you know, a, a garage mechanic will, you know, a, a, will set up a, a garage, but not necessarily good at running businesses. And that's the education that's missing. And that's the bit that's not taught by being in association with someone like yourself Brenda to support them will absolutely give them a much much higher success rate and they'll grow much faster and they'll learn much more than they ever would just going it independently and yeah if if you want to be successful and you're serious about business then absolutely you should be considering getting an action coach couldn't agree more (laughs) do you have anything else that you would like to to contribute Julie to the discussion because I'm about out of questions yeah I think I think you know it's been great to have this conversation actually because it's been great to really think about my journey so thank you for for taking me back on that journey and making me think about what really did make the difference because sometimes you do take things for granted in terms of where you've been and and where you've got to so that in itself has been an absolute honor but yeah, just looking forward to seeing more women getting into business over the coming months and years and, and helping lots more businesses to transform and grow over the coming coming months and years. But no, really enjoyed the chat, Brenda. So thank you. 
Me too. It's been brilliant, Julie. And uh, hopefully I'll be able to see you in person again sometime next year. Thank you so much, Julie. That's brilliant. <laughs> see you soon. Thanks for listening to Scale Her Up, the female entrepreneur's show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And please join our Facebook community at Scale Her Up. Please connect with me, Brenda Hector, on social media and drop me a message to let me know you're enjoying the podcasts. Or even better, pop a wee review on iTunes. I'm going to finish by reminding you, only one in three UK entrepreneurs are female and men are five times more likely to scale their business to over one million in turnover than women. If we started and scaled our businesses to the same extent as men, it would add 250 billion to the UK economy and provide millions of jobs. Ladies, you can do it and we're going to make a massive difference.